All right, it's another very special, exclusive episode. Yay! With our friend Tim. Hi, you guys. What's going on? Nothing. Chilling. How are you? Wait, are you in New York? I saw right now. No, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, I'm I don't know why. New York. I don't know why. I thought I saw a picture oh, of you. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I'm not going I crazy. Posted a picture of me in Griffith Park with my shirt off on the 80 degree day we had yesterday saying, I love New York in the winter. <laughs> That's why you're that makes sense. I was like, wait, I thought he was still here in town, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very, very much here. Yeah. Yes, we are uh, socially distancing. Tim is dialing in. So uh, excuse any zoom hiccups i feel like after a year of this no one it doesn't even register anymore i'm like i can almost understand someone when they become that weird like digital like mm. matrixy sound i'm like mm, yeah got it <laughs> they were having issues on the fucking view the other day so i, I think we're allowed to have issues <laughs> <laughs> right sitting here in our in, in the kitchen i was like i was like oh god this sounds so crappy and then i listened to like the most popular podcast on apple podcast and i'm like Oh, they're using their shitty Zoom, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Th- they do yeah. it on NPR. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No one, no one cares anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we, I'm so glad we spent all that money on this equipment, this very expensive equipment for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Are you going, are you going crazy? Are you like, are, are you ready to, for this to be so done or like are you feeling like ah i'll be all right i'm okay yeah i was actually hoping for two more weeks of lockdown honestly because i'm in the rest- <laughs> i'm in the restaurant industry so i was yeah. i was just enjoying my time off <laughs> and now i'm very yeah. much not having time off <laughs> for a very long time so how are you handling everything? Nicer during this time, or are you finding that people are still the same? Well, I worked in restaurants for like 10 years, so I fully feel your pain. So are they this nicer is or no? just the first week and back. So everyone so far has been okay. Had a couple of hiccups last night. People trying to get up and fucking dance. It's like, sit your asses down and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I have zero tolerance for people now. I'm just like, this is the second time we've come out of a lockdown, so the least you can do is be respectful and follow the three rules you have to fucking follow when you go out to go eat. If not, then you can leave. It's really not that hard. It's not! It's not! They're not asking a lot. really, really not. Like, the basic human decency to just follow the simple, simple rules to keep everybody else safe. The number of people in my neighborhood in Los Feliz that I see not wearing masks when I'm walking around is... It is truly shocking. Oh, God. Honestly, like, what is your function? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, people, want to, people want to be edgy and free thinkers. I'm like, just wear your fucking mask, dude. Oh Come my on. God. Like, no one, you know... I mean, I maybe some people... I mean, I don't know. I, I do think it's kind of hot, actually. Um, but... It's just, whatever. Uh, like, give me those sexy eyes, you know what I mean? Just give me a focal point, and I, I'm good, basically. But, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like, we've also been able to do our podcast over the whole thing. I mean, Richie Rich even got... Oh, yeah, I got, I got, I got COVID last year. It was just on, on my bed calling in, yeah, <laughs> to record the show. the fucking show, he was like, let's still do it. Still soldiering on. Yes. I'm like, it's, yes. he's like, are you feeling okay? I'm like, it's fine, must record. <laughs> Ooh, how, how bad was it? Was it, were you like really, really out? 
Um, I just felt extremely fatigued. Um, I had a lot of long, like, long um, symptoms afterwards. I was getting vertigo for a really, really long time. That was not fun at all. Yeah. And, but actually having it wasn't too, too bad. I had a lung infection before that, actually, that I thought was COVID, and that was scary as hell. Like, I yeah. was coughing every, like, minute, and then I was wheezing, and then I couldn't breathe. It was, That was scarier than actually COVID. And I thought I had, I thought that was COVID. It was not. But yeah, actually getting it, it was just a lot. I just slept a lot. I slept and sweated a lot. It was gross. Ugh. Yeah. And Tim, what about you? How are you feeling? Are you like cabin fever? Same as, <laughs> as you guys have like mostly been fine. In fact, like I'd say around month nine, I was like, oh, I don't miss people Oh, right. <laughs> I'm discovering I'm a true introvert. Like mm. I really was like, I don't really miss going out. I don't miss, like I'm fine in my house, just doing what I want to do for most of the day. The same, like having this podcast and I make sketch comedy videos on YouTube. So I was like, oh, I can really stay inside and do all and actually laser focus more on all the things that I really want to be doing. Mm -hmm. But now that we're coming up on the year mark, I'm <laughs> feeling a little bit like I'm biting my tongue and I am a little like, all right, now, literally, I think as of like this week, I'm like, okay, I really, really need to go to the movies again. And I really, really need to just go to Akbar and um, get drunk. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I just want to go to a shitty dive bar and get wasted one night. That's it. Exactly. Well, and not, not to fully fag out on you guys, but I like really miss the theater. I really miss like sitting in a theater and watching a show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course you do. I mean, that's your whole thing. And of course, in true fashion, we have not introduced you. We haven't mentioned your podcast. <laughs> this is what we do. We we're professionals. We literally just start talking with our guests. We're like, oh yeah, we're, we're actually here to promote something. Uh, just <laughs> Tim, you have a podcast called Slumber Party, and that's what we're here to talk about. When we're on Zoom, it's like it's so easy to forget. We're like doing that. You have an agenda, yeah. So, with you, yeah, the podcast called Slumber Party is super, super fun. It started uh, as my friend Peter Kim, who's another comedian in town. He and I were interviewing gay comedians about their sleepover experiences growing up and trying to figure out if there's anything that people had to hide as kids that you, you know, really wanted to talk to other kids about, but you. No, oh, I was going to say, like, boners, say. or... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, concealing your boner, not, not telling the other guys that you really just wanted to sniff their shorts, things like that. Uh, guys, uh, just pile on top of me. <laughs> I'm really cold. Yeah, please. Yeah, ooh. Oh, no, no, don't. You're going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope we don't roughhouse. I hope we don't wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> very, very not. I and love at it. The start of the pandemic, Peter was honestly like, I can't. He has another podcast as well, and he was like, I can't spend all day on Zoom. So he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And then I was like, okay, well, what if I, what are the things could I, you know? I was going to quit as well. Well, without him, I don't want to just be me. And he was like, what if you just kept doing it? And I was like, okay, well, what are the things that I want to do that he was never really that into? And I'm a huge musical theater nerd. Mm -hmm. So I started interviewing uh, women who played Alphaba on Broadway. 
And then from there, the podcast got like a little more traction. And now it's picked up by this iHeartRadio Broadway network. And now I interview Broadway stars, drag queens, and comedians about their summer party. Nice. That's awesome. How fun. Yeah, I was taking a look at your at your YouTube page when I was on my way here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Some of them big hits, some of them not so much. Who cares? <laughs> it really runs the gamut. As long as you're having fun doing it. Yeah. True. True. Well, and you're the one that's in control of the situation, too. I mean, creator-driven content is, you know, that's what we found with our show as well. It's like, you can just pivot. You're like, oh, yeah, I mean, we've done, like, however many episodes like this, but let's add this. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah. It's so important to me to follow the fun. Yeah, like you're saying, like, if it's not, you're not having fun doing it, then why do it? And, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm finding myself, like, pivoting even more because you learn and grow with like whatever it is you're working on and with this one it was like interviewing the alphabas was so 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 fun but then by like my you know seventh straight woman on the podcast (laughs) i was like oh right i really need to get some good old-fashioned queer spec on yes skate up up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so how did the drag queens come into play huh yeah how do the drag queens come into play? Yeah. It's so hard. It, it's so hard to find um, a gay drag queen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, yeah, I interview drag queens just because, I mean, uh, to me, it's all, all performing is like, all performers are sort of the same, cut from the same cloth. So I really just want to take these people that I think a lot of people might, would might maybe think of as very famous and really feel like, you are at a slumber party with them and you're like painting each other's nails. Then uh, I try not to ask like, you know, too many questions about like their professional lives. Mm-hmm. I want to know like, who is the 13 year old version of you? And yeah. Like, what did they love? Yeah. I think everyone did can relate to that. Did you guys either yeah. crazy slumber parties growing up? Well, I was going to say, that's why Ooh. we get our guests drunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we just want those walls to... <laughs> Bring them all down. Right on Oh, down. God. I mean, half the time we don't even know, like how to pronounce their name and what the fuck they were in anyways. So. That, that's just because he, he's horrible <laughs> with pronouncing names. Your name is so easy, thankfully. Uh, thank God I just thanked him. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to say this, but it's actually team. Oh, there's an apostrophe after the I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Guess who the gullible one is. <laughs> Richie, I looked in your eyes and you were like, you're like, uh-oh. I'm like, no way. I'm all that, no. <laughs> I'm like, I know I did miss an accent over an eye. <laughs> um, slumber party stories. I used to, oh god, typical like high school boy best friend slumber parties. High school, especially when I was like the only gay one, but still in the closet. So it was, oh yeah, let's watch porn. And you're like, at first it's underneath the covers, and then the second sleepover, it's just underneath. The underwear, and then it's like a full circle jerk by like the third sleepover, and everyone's just pretending not to look at each other <laughs> and size each other up. Those are my slumber parties when I was like in high school, discovering myself in a land full of shades. Okay, that's, that's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's really hot. I've never had anything like that. I think that's why. I'm really? I guess I. Yeah, we never. I don't. I don't know if they just knew that I was gay or like. 
I don't know, but so many people have stories like that. And I'm just like, I, I never circle jerked. I never, uh, I, I was like one time this, when I was like younger, maybe like junior high or like some, somewhere around that, a kid was like, do you want to watch porn? And I was like, no, I want to play with the Power Rangers action figures that you have in that box over there. <laughs> I want to do that for one hour undisturbed. <laughs> yeah, I was also like a really late bloomer. So I think that's probably part of it. Mm-hmm. I just hung out with a lot of football jocks, and that was, well, like, you the thing. Hmm? What about you? Were you, a, were you a football player? Me? No, I was, I was in track, but I hung out with all the jocks and stuff for me being in sports. And you watched them jerk off next to you? Like, I had, like, my two or three, like, best friends, and we'd take turns and spend at each other's houses, and one of them would always bring over a porn cassette and pop it in the VHS. Is how long ago that was. Oh, I'm no. dating myself now. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, we'd, like, sneak it from one of our dad's, like, stashes, and then, yeah. No, like, no contact happened or anything. It was just me, like, pretending, like, to look forward at the porn. Meanwhile, I'm just, like, checking out my two best friends. God, I'm horrible. That's a fantasy. That's, like, a true (laughs) porn. I've had a really interesting life, but I don't really think about it. Okay, that's enough about me. What about you, Wes? <laughs> God, you know, I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up, so I uh, very, like, I really did not have friends. I had one friend. Of course, I had a, the biggest crush on him. Um, but the only time I really remember, um, like, the at least the, I, I always remember the crazy stories. But So there was this group of kids and they were all like cool with my friend that was cool that I was friends with but like I wasn't cool like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it was always by proximity like I was allowed to hang out with everyone like if he was there Um, (laughs) but they all wanted to just like run the town and so we all wanted to do the whole like sleepover thing and instead of like trying to trick everyone's parents we just decided to use my naturally high voice and acting abilities to call everyone (laughs) as my friend's mother and just let them know that it was fine that they were staying over and blah 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 what yeah Uh uh-huh gave them the number to the house with one number wrong you know very confidently so they would never call Uh, um you had a whole scam going on oh my goodness i don't even know we got away with it and i don't know why we never did it again but we literally we all what fraud am i sitting next to it's like i don't know you (laughs) you know this about me you know i've done all kinds of like crazy stuff um and yeah we basically like just ran the town at night and we're like you know whether it was just stupid stuff just running around or what did we used to do cow tipping no we never did cow tipping you're from a small uh, town i, I don't know well first of all cows are like four thousand five thousand pounds we're <laughs> really not gonna tip a cow over that is i mean you can try you're gonna get muddy and probably kicked is what's gonna happen <laughs> Uh, but no, we used to like see if people's cars were open and like take change out of their car mm-hmm. or like see if we could get up close to a house, you know, if the light would come on mm-hmm. or like steal a flag out of somebody's yard or whatever. If we knew it was somebody's house we didn't like, we would egg it or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> so, of course, we didn't really think the whole thing through that well because that like since we were all supposed to be somewhere else, we didn't actually have a place where when we were finally needed to sleep, 
where we could go into someone's home at whatever time in the morning it was. Uh So we went into my best friend's garage and all went up into the loft in his garage. He had a a loft in his garage? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we're, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a very, like... You look stunned right now, Tim. What's going on? I'm sorry, team. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just really fascinated by by team culture. (laughs) And, like, we never had, we didn't have anything like that. We didn't have a basement in our house. No. or Or a loft above the garage or anything. So I'm just like, wow, you could really get into some shit up there. You could get away with... Sorry, so this was middle of just to really frame it for you like this is middle of nowhere ohio so this is not los angeles not california originally from ohio very tiny town you won't even recognize the name of it um it's called it's called van buren and the pop it's actually a village i i'm I'm from Sandusky. I know Van Buren so well. What? <laughs> you played Van Buren. Uh, this is weird. When did you go to high school? <sighs> high school was Van Buren, yeah. Uh, but the, this story with? actually took place when we still lived in North Baltimore, but yeah. But you know how all the... Uh, we played Van Buren in like yeah. tennis and swimming and mm-hmm. football and stuff. Oh, this that is, is weird. weird. Okay, I I I, I was well, not that, privy to any of this information. The little village where I am from was just very, you know, like upper middle class white people, and yeah, everyone kind of had a, the, lo- a loft in their garage, a loft in the garage, or a basement, <laughs> or whatever. So. When we used to play them, when we used to play Van Buren in tennis, we'd walk by the other boys on the on their tennis team and go. Van Buren smell like Van Buren. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. I feel like I'm back in high school again. Okay. (laughs) So, quick question. I know you're really into Broadway and theater, so what is one of your favorite shows? Okay. My tried and true, like, favorite, favorite show is a musical from the early 2000s called Urine Town. Have you ever heard of it? There's so, too much urine speak right now in this conversation yeah. with the last one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's talk about piss play. Urinetown <laughs> um, is like this really fucking genius musical that should not have worked, but really did. It's like a d- dystopian future where um, we've destroyed the earth with pollution, etc. And people have to, there's not enough water. And so people have to pay to use the restroom um, is like is the concept. So basically huge corporations have capitalized on people having to pay to use restrooms out in public because water is so sparse. And it's sort of making fun of musicals. And I always equate it to like Scream, but for musical theater lovers, because mm-hmm. it is, you know how Scream is like doing a horror movie that's also kind of poking fun at horror movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Urine Town is like that. It's like doing a musical, but it's also making fun of musicals like they jab that way it is. And they jab. it's like, it's so, so genius. It's like my favorite, favorite show. But, uh, you know, I love everything. I love Sweeney Todd. I love Jekyll and Hyde. Wick, I'm like, I'm like clearly wicked. That was a given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have to tell people that anymore, but yeah. <laughs> And you guys don't care about theater at all? Oh, I, I like going to um, watch shows and stuff. I actually dated a guy in the Book of Mormon for a long time. And 
would travel with him and the crew <laughs> when I had downtime. But do you remember Will? You were a groupie? Do you remember Will? <laughs> did you ever meet Will? I don't think I did. I don't think you did. Yeah, we dated for like a year and a half, two years, like years ago. And we met here when he was here for three months at the Pantages. And um, then he would travel and then I would fly out and go see him wherever he was and hang out with him. And the, yeah, I was a groupie. Oh my God, I just realized this. <laughs> uh, you were a Book of Mormon groupie. But we, we met on Tinder though. It wasn't like, I didn't know what he did or anything. It was just, but it was, it was fun. <laughs> just waited for it. And hour. let me tell you, those motherfuckers can party. I was shocked. I'm thinking, because he invites me to like, because they would put them up in housing right around the Pantages. Otherwise they would give them an allowance and they could find somewhere else, but they have to pay the difference. So one of them rented, like, an Airbnb house when they were here. And they would throw parties over there because that was the biggest spot that they had. So he's like, hey, do you want to, like, I know you met the cast, you know, here and there, like, at dinner. But do you want to, like, just go hang out? Like, so-and-so is throwing a party tomorrow. I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. That sounds fun. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be a bunch of stuffy theater kids. And they're just going <laughs> to, like, not be doing it anything and just you know melisma's out the asshole every five seconds oh no i walked up and there was a plate full of pre-rolled joints i don't smoke weed but i was like they're getting high they're shooting shots of jack the bottle was gone in like an hour i was like don't y'all have to like have like two shows to do tomorrow it's a sunday like Aren't you guys worried about your voices? Like, what the hell is going on? They didn't give two shits. They just yeah, you're, partied. Yeah, you're running on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Theater people don't fuck around no. party. I know, it's it's always kind of shocking. Like, the, the hardest I've ever partied in my life, I think for many people, is college. And some of, I'm, I literally think back on some of those nights, like, how did I survive that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because you have so many big personalities and, and people just like, you know, theater people are famous for kind of one-upping each other. That's how they party too. It's like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, you're shot for shot, drink for drink. I was shocked. And if you're yeah. only, it's shocking, right? If you only work at 8 PM at night and then you have a bunch of adrenaline from, you work from 8 PM to 11 PM you have all this adrenaline, you're sitting around, and you're like, oh, I gotta get this out of me. So you party, 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 and then you can sleep literally until 6 p.m. the next day. Uh -huh. Traveling to new cities. I love that you said Book of Mormon because when I first moved to New York, that show had gone out on tour, and I was, what, 23, and a bunch of guys my age that I knew booked that tour, and they started, they had to sit down in Chicago for like eight months or something, mm -hmm. or a year or something like that, and everybody it was like the talk of the town that people were like why the fuck did they do that like it's just a bunch of 23 year old gay boys with a huge budget right out of college <laughs> getting fucked i mean they were missing shows they were calling out oh no places. yeah well that's yes. that's they were just i felt like <laughs> Like, who cares? <laughs> like, out of college, you have this huge paycheck, and you're just with a bunch of other, like, hot young gays in right. Chicago. Right, in Chicago. Right, right. Of all places to be. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was definitely a good time. Yeah, well, I um, I think I mentioned this to you before, but I actually that's where I really got my start with any sort of interest in being, aside from like drawing and stuff like that when I was really young with my uh, brother, uh, I did theater growing up. I did youth theater. I acted all through high school. And probably like the biggest role I ever played was uh, I think I was seventeen or eighteen um, for the I had the starring role for the the youth theater there. So it was Willy Wonka. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was fun. It was really fun. You're in players. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Fort Finley Playhouse. Uh, yes. Um, and even actually, what's crazy is I had no idea. But all those little playhouses, even in, you know, Podunk, like Ohio, whatever, they have regional competitions where one of our shows was actually selected to perform at this tri-state. <laughs> and then we got an award and I was like, you what? What? I had no idea. Okay. And I loved it. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're like red carpet. Here yes. I come. I'm, I got a stylist oh. for the event. Uh, Out of my way, I'm the star. Yeah. It was great. So, yeah, I mean, that's what led to broadcasting. And, you know, I mean, here we are today. Look at us. <laughs> in, this, in this lovely studio. Our yeah, little, this is a green screen. It's a green screen behind me. With our assistant below <laughs> yes. us farting and snorting. And, yeah, our Marcel the Frenchie over here is making noise and scuffling around and not doing notes. Like I normal. hope that's a... I hope that's a dog and not yes. a French bird. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did hire a French bird. Yeah, yeah, so like, that could that could be a person. It's like Marcel <laughs> wore notes in our wines. <laughs> Just so we can be rude. Yeah, to come on, Marcel. <laughs> well, Tim, we've had so much fun chatting with you. What would you say for? Because I know, obviously, you know, we have a lot of gays to prize who listen to our show, and of course, are of the Broadway variety. What would you say to our listeners? who are jumping in do you have any uh, recent like favorite episodes you would direct them to listen to like right away yeah actually today's episode is one of my favorite favorites is with lauren ashley smith she's the um head writer and co-executive producer of a black lady sketch show oh have you guys ever seen that show yes it's awesome it's it's so funny and she's a friend of mine from new york who like started in the sketch comedy world um and she is I just love talking to people like that who are, like, so professionally accomplished. Like, Lauren, she just also sold another show um, to ABC, I think. And, like, she's done all this cool shit, but she is, like, a tried-and-true stage door theater nerd. Uh-huh. And and she's a gay woman who's married to a woman, so it's always nice to, like... I asked her about her slumber party experiences growing up, and it was so fascinating hearing a lesbian's perspective on that because it was, like... It's it's so often so different than ours. Like mm-hmm. it's like a lot of queer women don't come into their gayness until later in life than men do. Right. So she was like, I always totally felt like I fit in at the summer parties and I didn't feel like a deep sexual divide like a lot of gay people do. Mm-hmm. Also, I just had Trixie Mattel on and that episode is obviously hilarious. She's <laughs> one of the funniest people in the world. <laughs> and... Um, I mean, what do I even have to say about that? Like, she's just so, like, every minute of it is funny. And then um, next week I have Nina West 
from Drag Race season eleven. Nice. Um, awesome. Really, I we already recorded that one, and it is truly one of my favorite episodes of all time. She's also an Ohio boy, so we had a lot, uh, a lot to unpack. I feel so left out of this whole Ohio thing. I'm not liking this. <laughs> this the West Coast. It, it, the West Coast is as far away as you can get. Basically, so that's how we ended up here right now. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist literally said those words to me the other day. <laughs> like, a lot of people, if, if you're moving far away from your, where your family lives, that's usually uh, a, a sign that you need space. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta live my life. Well, the podcast is called Slumber Party. So we want to thank everyone for listening. Go check out his podcast podcast go listen right now it's on iHeartRadio under the Broadway tab we're on iHeartRadio too by the way we're under the trash tag (laughs) 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 alright Tim thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me